1: Hey, welcome to the podcast. Listen, if you like this content, you have got to come check out my new course, Stop Fighting Now. That's right. The course teaches you how to stop fighting with your mate, how to stop fighting with your significant other, how to stop fighting with your kids. you got to come check out my new course. But here's the best part. It doesn't launch live until October 5th. And so for podcast listeners only, for the first 50 of you who sign up for the course, I'm going to give you two free Zoom trainings. That's right, two live free Zoom trainings with me. You can ask me any question at the end of the trainings, and you can be coached by me. But take action now. Go to drdarrenwilson.com, click the link, go check out the course, and sign up today. I can't wait to see you in the course room. Well, welcome into the Life Coaching for Men podcast. Hey, great to have you back this week. Uh, so excited to have you here. Uh, I hope you listen to the new intro. I am pumped about this new relationship course that's uh, coming October fifth. And as I said, for podcast listeners only, the first fifty who sign up for the course are going to get a free two session Zoom training with me. And I'm really looking forward to that because I'll do some teaching, uh, some teaching that, you know, I probably have talked about some on the podcast, some that I haven't talked about on the podcast. And then I'll open that up for a Q&A at the end. So you can literally ask me uh, anything that you'd like to ask me. So um, it's called Stop Fighting Now and it'll take you through. There's about 23 videos in there, um, about four hours worth of work and, and, and coursework and, and training and learning and all of that, uh, you know, kind of information that if you're struggling with your, with your mate right now, if you're struggling with your spouse, if you're struggling with your kids, uh, any of that information will be not only helpful, but I think will be life-changing and, and transformational for you. So it's, uh, it's, it's one of those courses that will you you can have lifetime access to so it doesn't expire you can just keep going back um, and following that up over and over and over again. So I certainly hope you will take advantage of that. Go to drdarrenwilson.com. It's right there on the first page. You just click on the link and it'll tell you about the course and you can sign up from for right there. So it uh, the first 50 will go fast so make sure you jump in there and uh, and hop on so I can I can meet you via Zoom and we can uh, we can get to work. So Uh, Look forward to that. So this week, let's talk about um, how to say no, uh, particularly if you're a people pleaser and if you have struggled maybe with people pleasing in the past. And it's interesting because, you know, the first time maybe you hear the words people pleaser or, you know, I'm I'm people pleasing. It sounds like it could be positive, right? Because if you're trying to please other people, then you're trying to you know, make sure that um, they feel good about themselves. That you know that 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 they're happy. You know, you're trying to create someone else's happiness, or or trying to ensure that they're happy. And and if if you've struggled with this, or if you've dealt with this for a long time, then you know what ends up happening when you try to please someone else is that you're not pleased yourself. You're the one that ends up feeling like you're. You know either inadequate feeling like you never do enough feeling like you should always do more um, trying to keep the peace maybe maybe you're the the peacemaker in your family and so you're the one that's always trying to keep the peace but what happens is invariably you're the one that feels like right that that you have all the, all of the pressure the pressure comes down on you and so it's your responsibility to ensure the happiness of others and anytime that you're trying to ensure the happiness of others you know that you're just miserable because we cannot control the humans, right? We cannot we cannot impose our happiness or our lack of happiness on someone else unless they allow it. And so when you think about people pleasing in general, let's let's just talk about kind of what a people pleaser is, uh, some of the characteristics. But then today I really want to get into how you actually say no. If you're one of those people who find yourselves, um, spread so thinly that you're always saying yes to others, or you're one of those few in the group. Uh, maybe it's at work. Uh, maybe it's in a church setting, maybe it's in a a volunteer setting, but you're the one that always says yes to things. Uh, maybe you're the one that's always saying yes to your friends, or you're always just acquiescing and going wherever they want to go to eat or whatever activity they want to do. You find yourself, uh, always just going with the crowd and going with the flow, even though that's not, in your core, what you want to do, then this is for you because you'll learn to say no in a way that uh, is, it keeps you in your power and you're able to, you're able to feel good about your decision. And then you're also able to say, you know what, this is just not what I want right now. This has nothing to do with you. This has to do with me. This is just my decision and my choice. So let's talk about what people pleasers are. People pleasers are known for doing whatever it takes to make other people happy. And makes sense, doesn't it? While being kind and helpful is generally a good thing, going too far to please others can leave you feeling emotionally depleted, stressed, and anxious. And all you have to do is do a simple Google search and, and people pleasing comes up everywhere. Right. And so when you start to, to dive in and, and kind of see what people pleasers are, the same theme comes up over and over and over again. It involves putting someone else's needs ahead of your own. People pleasers are highly attuned to others and are often seen, see if this is you, as agreeable, helpful and kind. Sounds good, doesn't it? If you're agreeable, helpful and kind. So that's where that's where you have to be careful. And that's where people will take advantage if, if, if you're not um, cognizant enough to know that, hey, wait a minute, this is one of those traits. These are some of those traits that I have that I want to start to get some power over in my life. You can always choose to be helpful, kind, and agreeable. But here's where the, here's where the trouble starts, right? It's that people pleasers have trouble advocating for themselves, which can often lead to harmful pattern of self-sacrifice or self-neglect. And that's kind of where you've got to be careful, right? And that there's things that come up with that, right? When you start to become a people pleaser and you you are over people pleasing, if you will, you start to see anxiety, you start to see some depression, right? Um, and then maybe even you start to see some codependency where the other person is so used to you pleasing them that that control becomes so great that you feel like you can't move throughout the relationship, you start to walk on eggshells around them and with the relationship with the other person because you're always used to pleasing them. And then when all of a sudden you don't do that or you show up in a way that's, that that retains your power, what happens? They get mad, right? They take it out on you because they're not used to that. They're not used to you showing up in that way. And so, um, so there there are really um, it, it's really important for you. To not only know, notice that you're a people pleaser, but also know and start to begin to, to realize the steps that you can take to kind of move through this. So let's just talk about a few signs um, that that might indicate uh, that you're a people pleaser. There's a lot of different characteristics. And, and so some here are some of them. You're preoccupied what, with what other people might think. Okay, you're preoccupied with that. What is somebody else going to think about what I do? What is somebody else going to think about my decision? What is somebody else going to think about what I wear? What is somebody else going to think about where I go? Uh, What, you know, what restaurant I like? What whatever. Right. You're preoccupied with other people and what they think. You have a difficult time saying no. You feel guilty when you tell other people no. Right. You feel like when you turn other people down that 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 means you are selfish if you say no to someone or if you say no to a date or if you say no to uh, a certain event then you feel guilty uh, maybe you, f- you struggle with feelings of self-esteem you don't feel as confident as you want to feel well when we rely on other people to give our to give ourselves confidence then obviously right we're not going to feel as good about ourselves and our self-esteem is is naturally going to going to be low. Here's one for a lot of you. You always are telling people you're sorry. Hey, I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry I showed up that way. I'm sorry I did that. I'm sorry I can't do this. I'm sorry. I, I'm i sorry. Whatever. Right. If you notice that um, you take the blame, even when it isn't your fault. Woo, that's a good one. Right. You take the blame, even when it isn't your fault. You never have any free time. Why? Because you're always doing something for other people. <laughs> Right, you're the one that's always doing something for other people. So when you find yourself going, "Well, I just don't have time," and you're you're truly out of that allocated time that you would like to have because you're so busy helping others, then that tells you you've got that people pleasing going on. And then here's the you know kind of a last when you pretend to agree with people even though you feel differently mentioned that a little earlier. That's kind of like going out to eat or, you know, going to do some other things that, um, you know, that people want to do. And you're like, no, nah, I'll, I'll do it. Or, you know, I feel I feel bad because I feel differently about it. So you start to you just start to you start to make excuses for yourself. And then again, you you just act like you agree, but you don't really agree. So what are some causes if, if we just go through some causes um, of, you know, people pleasing in general? I'll just knock out a few of these. I mean, poor self-esteem right off the bat. Um, Sometimes people, you know, engage in people pleasing behavior because they don't value their own desires. You don't value your own desires or needs. And, you know, due to lack of self-esteem, what do we do? We look to others for our own validation. And remember folks, anytime you're looking for somebody else for your validation, you're never going to be pleased. You're never going to be happy with yourself because you're looking for someone else to to fill that void. Maybe you've got some insecurities, right? You're insecure that other people won't like you if you don't go go with what they want you to do. If you don't do what they say or if you're not and and this is a case where where when you're a people pleaser, you know, it turns on you because you're the one that becomes being controlled, right? you're being controlled. If you don't do what they want you to do, then then you're being controlled and that never feels and never feels good. We've talked about this on the podcast before, right? Perfectionism. Perfectionism. Um, sometimes people just want everything to be so including how other people feel, right? You want it to be just perfect. You want it to be just right. And so what do we do? We try to project that on others. So we try to please others with our perfectionistic traits. So notice that. And then, and then another is past experiences, right? It's your past programming that we've talked a lot about on here. Uh, Painful or difficult experiences that you've had in the past. And then you, you see some, uh, you see some, um, you know, behaviors in others. And so that behavior triggers you. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, 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 I don't, I don't want this to happen again. And so you, you acquiesce and you become a people pleaser. And so, you know, there are a lot of things that, that come up for you and for people that, that deal with this. And the other thing is you may find that you deal with it with certain people or certain groups of people and you don't have this issue with others. So I also want you to notice that. Does it come up with your spouse? Does it come up with your partner? Does it come up with your mate? Does it or is it not in that realm and it comes up at work? Where you're the one that's always volunteering or you're the one that always feels like you have to do it because nobody else is going to do it. You're the only one qualified to do it, right? If you don't do it, nobody's going to get it done. And so what do you do? You just give and give and give and give, and then it leads to burnout and exhaustion and, and everything else. So, so just notice that. Some of the things that you might experience, right? You might be angry. You might be frustrated. It um, might cause some anxiety and stress. Um, some depleted willpower. You, you've, you've given so much to others that you don't, you're not strong enough to stay within yourself and say, you know, this is what I would like to to do for me. Um, a lack of authenticity. We've talked a lot about, you know, being authentic on here and how do you become more and more and more authentic. Um, and certainly that is something for you to, uh, to consider. And then it might also, you know, impact your relationships in a, in a poor way, right? For the person who's able to control you when you don't, When you don't respond the way they want you to respond, then they don't feel good about themselves because they're used to getting you, you know, to act in a certain way. And then when you don't act that way, obviously you don't feel good about yourself either. So so what are some practical ways that you can learn to say no and to stay within your own power and to begin to understand that this is just a this is just a a pattern that you've fallen into over the years, it's just something that you've developed because you've not known how to think differently about yourself and you've not known how to think differently about your relationships and you've not known how to think differently about other people because this is just what you've always done. So here are some things, here are five ways to, to say no and uh, give credit to, to my wife for this one because um, she's a life coach on her own, has uh, Natalie Wilson coaching, does a great job. And she came up with some of these and I thought they were fantastic. So I'm going to Talk about those and then implement a few of my own. But here are five ways just to say no, right? I love this. No thanks. You just say no thanks. No, but thanks for asking. Oh, no, I can't. But thank you. Right? No, I don't want to. But thanks. Or just no. Now, what's fascinating about those is, is you listen and you're like, well, yeah, no kidding. That's how you do it. But in the moment... Right in the moment when it comes up on you. Now we're going to talk about that next, how you actually play this out. But in that moment, if you've got these kind of in your back pocket, of wait a minute, if I don't want to do X, Y, well, I'll just use the the restaurant example because I work with a, several clients who um, this is one of their challenges, and and they always just seem to go with wherever the group wants to go, and they never actually say no. This is what I would like to do. If you've got these in your back pocket. Hey, would you like to go to Mexican? No, thanks. What? You know, or no, but thanks for asking. Oh, no, I can't. No, I don't want to, but thanks. But I would like to, you know, X, Y, Z, Um, or just no. And so so how do you actually do that? How do you do it in the moment, right? How do you say no? First of all, you say it. For some of you, you, you're so used to just going with the group, going with the crowd, um, doing whatever your spouse wants you to do that you you don't even realize this is an option. But you can, in fact, say no, right? You have that within your own power. And so when the the question comes about something you don't want to do, then you actually say it. That's step number one. Here's five steps. Here's five steps to actually say no. Step number one, you say no, you just say it. Step number two is you don't say anything else. You just say no, no, but th- and if you want to see, use one of the files before, no, but thanks for asking. And then you be quiet. You don't say anything else, right? I want you to feel uncomfortable. That's number three. We've talked a lot on this podcast about feelings and learning to pop, learning to move through a feeling, right? Learning to uh, know how to process a feeling all the way through. This is the moment when you get to practice it, especially for you folks that, that really struggle with this, because it's going to feel terrible. It's going to feel awful. When you tell somebody, you can think right now, if you sit down and think about a scenario that, that could come up or that has come up for you over the last week or so, you can think right now how awful that feels, right? You feel all of this anxiety, you feel all this angst, you feel all of this pressure. And that's exactly what I want you to do. I want you to feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. So step one, say it. No, but thank you. Step two, don't say anything else. Shh, right? Just be quiet. You don't have to react. You don't have to respond. Just be quiet. Then step three, feel uncomfortable. Okay? Feel uncomfortable. Step four, this is going to be hard too for you. Don't believe that you owe somebody an explanation. You don't owe them a reason or that you should change your mind. Okay? Okay? Don't believe that you owe somebody an explanation, you don't owe them a reason, and you don't necessarily have to change your mind. You can just choose to say no, don't say anything else, sit in it, and know that it's okay. And then five, if you want to, okay, that's the key here, if you want to, give an explanation or a reason because you want to, not because you have to. Okay? There's a huge difference, right? It's because you want to. And when you retain your power and when you're able to say no and you're quiet and you feel uncomfortable and it goes all over you and you let that feeling process, because what do most of us do? Most of us want to jump right in and offer an excuse. One, uh, most of us want to jump right in and even even change our mind right then because we feel so bad about it. We feel so we're just so used to feeling our brains going, "Oh no, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel good." And I want you to say, "Hey brain, I know that, but I'm learning, I'm learning something new here." Right? I'm learning to process this emotion. I'm learning to stop being a people pleaser, especially when I don't want to. So step 1, say it. Step 2, don't say anything else. Step 3, feel uncomfortable. Step four, don't believe that you owe anybody an explanation or reason or you should change your mind. And then step five, give an explanation or reason because you want to, not because you have to. And understand that no is not rude. It's just a word, right? No is not rude. It's just a word. Everyone gets to decide what they make that mean. And I think that is so powerful because everybody does get to decide, right? Just like you get to decide what you want to say yes to and what you want to say no to and how you want to say it, the other person gets to decide how they want to respond. And then for you, the key is to however they respond to know that that response is on them. That response is not on you. You are not responsible for somebody else's feelings, my friends. You're not responsible for somebody else's thoughts. You're not responsible for somebody else's actions. You are only responsible for you. You can't control someone else, begin to understand that they can't control you either unless you give them your power. That's it. That's the only way that they can control you is if you allow them to take your power. And it's time to take your power back. And that's how you do it. You begin to learn how to process a feeling. You begin to learn how to set through and know that the worst thing that can happen is a feeling that's going to come up on you. The worst thing that can happen is that you, you feel like you're letting someone down, but you're beginning to grow yourself. You're beginning to grow your self-confidence. You're beginning to grow your self-esteem because you're beginning to take your power back and you're beginning to learn how not to be a people pleaser. That's what I want you to do this week. So take those steps, apply them. When you get an opportunity, look at it as, hey, this is my practice. This is the time I get to practice this. And you can do it. Hey, go check out the course. I cannot wait to see you in there. Uh, Again, remember the first 50 uh, to sign up. I'm going to do two free Zoom sessions. DrDarrenWilson.com. Reach out this week. Take care, everyone. Can't wait to see you next week. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget, check out the new course, Stop Fighting Now. Go to drdarrenwilson.com. Sign up today. I can't wait to see you in the course room.